Hey guys, and welcome back to Joko Yo. Um, this is uh, episode five of a series called What a Tangled Web We Weave, and it is all about the communities in and around Johnston County. It is Joko Yo, after all. But today we're talking about another, this is episode five, the very last one in the series, as I said. And, and um, this is the last last one was about Clayton. Uh, this one is also about a community in Johnston County. And here we go. So Washington Duke, Confederate veteran and prisoner of war, was dropped off in New Bern in April 1865 as the war was officially ending. His home was in Durham County on a subsistence farm. Poor. He pretty much ate what he and his family grew and not much else. Like many small farmers, he grew a little tobacco and cotton here and there um, just for spending money and to pay off taxes. Four miles from his home, General Joseph Johnston of the Confederate Army was negotiating with General William Tecumseh Sherman of the Union Army, which was the last and largest surrender of the Civil War. The surrender terms took around 10 days, and while they were waiting, Confederate and Union soldiers were roaming around finding food and tobacco to stock up on for the long trips back home. Washington Duke's family had kept up the farm while he was in the Army and had tobacco in the barn to sell when they might need some cash. By the end of the negotiations, however, nothing was left of the Duke family's tobacco crop except for scraps of cheap smoking tobacco, the least valuable stuff the man had. As we know, he turned it into a multi-million dollar empire, well, multiple empires. But he was dropped off in New Bern with just his clothes and had to walk 134 miles back home following the Noose River, roads along the river, and the very few miles of train track that North Carolina had. That very same year of 1865, another Confederate veteran, Captain A.M. Noble of New Bern, made his own way westward, invested some money with a, or into a mercantile business near a new depot, and helped the new community that was born around it grow and prosper. Ten years prior to that, in 1855, a depot was established along the west-east North Carolina Railroad called the Smithfield Depot, called so for the town of Smithfield, although it was actually about four miles to the north on the Smithfield-Lewisburg Road, which is now called Buffalo Road. The name didn't really fit as a result because it was four miles away, and so people started calling it Michener Station after the family um, led by Agrippa Michener, that owned a significant property around it. Possibly seeing what others were thinking when land was being developed around depots and believing that these land speculators were making pretty smart investments, a buyer for a shipping company in Norfolk, Virginia, made a history-changing decision, at least for Johnston, because this guy stopped at Michener Station, uh, another Confederate veteran, Colonel John W. Sharp, this guy, was on the hunt for cotton and naval stores. He saw a better opportunity. That This is the guy making the smart investment. He stayed and decided that it was worth a gamble to sell out of Norfolk and buy the land surrounding the depot from the Michener family. Problem was, Agrippa was dead. And the land was owned by his underage children. North Carolina laws prevented the sale of land by minors, 
but the family was eager to sell. Anne had contracted a lawyer to help figure out a way, but Colonel Sharp lost faith in that location, and he decided to take a different route. He decided to get, he decided to look for someone nearby that could sell land close to the depot. If he can't get around the depot, he sell land close to it, so he will buy it. He happened to find a seller, a guy named, well, Mr. Daniel Sellers, a landowner just a couple of miles away, who was willing to sell enough land, and Colonel Sharp bought it. Using the fact that Mr. Mitchner's underage children could not develop land around the depot, Colonel Sharp lobbied the North Carolina Railroad executives and congressmen to ask to move the depot to a spot that could promote business and a potential town. They agreed, and the Smithfield Depot, called Mitchner Station, relocated to Colonel Sharp's land. He did like many others were doing. He subdivided and sold lots for $100 per lot. Now, that evening, well, well okay, take, take it back. On May 1st, 1867, to celebrate this new depot, a barbecue and dance were held, and it was advertised in local papers. It was also announced that no one would there be a barbecue and a dance, that also town lots would be sold for $100 a lot. That evening, the largest buyer of lots, he bought several, intended to use his own knowledge and business and his experience in exactly the same situation to his benefit. He had sold his mercantile shop and inventory in the community that would later be called Clayton to a shrewd farmer named Ashley Horn. This man was named Captain A.M. Noble, who was also a Confederate veteran from, you know, um, he, he became one of the first and certainly the largest landholder in this new community on the railroad. Now, Captain Noble, did like he did with the stalling station before, established a general store, and the town developed quickly, quick enough, in fact, that it was incorporated and chartered just six years later. That's pretty fast. When the people were deciding on what to name this new town, Captain Noble, who would become this town's new first mayor, proposed that it be named Sharpsburg, after Colonel Sharp that made all of this possible. Now, Sharp adamantly refused. There was already a town called Sharpsburg in Maryland in which thousands of men lost their lives in a battle that was otherwise known as Antietam. And he did not want to commemorate that place by choosing the same name. It was the bloodiest battle in American history to this day in 2019. He says, if you do want to honor me, name it after my hometown in Alabama. That began as a train depot just like this one. And it's grown quickly and prosperously. I think this place has a similar future. And so the townspeople agreed and decided to name the new town after Colonel William Sharp's birthplace, Selma, Alabama. That is going to conclude the What a Tangle Web Weave. Oh, nope, got one more coming. Um, but this one is all about Selma and its connections to Clayton. And we're going to move farther from that into episode six, which will be the very last one. And it will be mainly dealing with that guy that was that shrewd farmer that ball of cat, bought all of Captain A.M. Noble's stock in Clayton. And I hope you enjoyed it. And the last one's coming up pretty soon. Y'all, be good.